Although there's no crystal ball, there is a real way to look into the future. Our guest for this fan favorite episode is Tara Rathor, CEO of Strategy for Real. She shares how scenario thinking can help CEOs chart the course by anticipating unexpected changes along the journey. Join us for episode 283 of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Welcome, everyone. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And sitting right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, everybody. As always, our purpose here is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas that can help visionary leaders accelerate themselves and bring their companies along to their next level of game-changing innovation, transformation, and growth. Now, Pam, we're coming up towards the end of another year. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah, but there it is. And by now, many of the leaders we speak with already have their strategies and plans in place for the next year. Mm -hmm. But we also need to anticipate something else. We need to embrace the emerging opportunities and challenges that can surprise us all. Yes, and they can look like all kinds of things, including supply chain issues, changes in workforce attitudes and needs, competitor innovation, and much more. Yeah. These issues can make a strategy irrelevant even before it launches. And at the same time, there are always emerging opportunities to serve entirely new markets. We need to be ready for those, too. Well, that's right. And the challenge in the midst of so much uncertainty and ambiguity is charting the course so that no matter what happens, not only are you leading into your vision, you're also leading your organization to stay flexible and collaborative so that everybody can transform strategy into reality in a coordinated way. Absolutely. To do this, we and our clients have found it to be very valuable to embrace different and complementary thinking about all these issues. Well, that's right. The more we can expand our imaginations and thinking styles, the more flexible we can be as the world keeps shifting around us. In real time. That's right. That's why we're revisiting this fan-favorite conversation with our colleague and friend, Tara Rathor. She's CEO of Strategy for Real and co-author of the book, Charting the Course, CEO Tools to Align Strategy and Operations. Tara works with CEOs, boards, and executives to take strategy off the page and into action. Throughout her career, she's led strategy development and execution within global organizations and as a highly valued consultant. She's known for discovering leadership and strategy lessons in everyday situations, which then become relatable examples for her clients. Currently, Tara serves on several private and nonprofit boards. She's also a Marshall Goldsmith Certified Stakeholder-Centered Coach. You can read much more about Tara's background by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 283, and scrolling down to her bio. And with that... Let's pick up on our conversation with Tara Rathor. Stay with us. Well, Tara, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. 
Oh, thank you so much, Pam. Hi, Scott. It's great to see and hear you both. Yes. It's very interesting times that we are living in. I'm sure we we can all agree on that. And tell us a little bit before we get into this topic of how you came to write your book, Charting the Course. What was your major influence? Gosh, there were several. And in fact, you set it up so beautifully in talking about why we have this episode and why we're going to talk about it, because the reality is that strategy is a journey, right? And it's just, it never goes as planned. And it can be irrelevant as soon as it gets off the page, Uh unless you really think ahead a bit. And in spite of the many books about strategy that exist today, there's not really a definitive tome on strategy, nor do we actually teach strategy. We tend to look at it in reverse and then infer what the strategy probably was, could have been, might have been, Mm -hmm. or the things they might have been thinking about. And then, oh, yep, that's what it was. We reverse Uh engineered, if you will. And there's not something that can help people to sort of figure out what you need to do. Like not only the overall, how do you kind of chart it out, but also then what happens when you show up at a different point in the journey and you have to figure out, am I even in the right place? Mm-hmm. Or if I'm stuck, you know, you hit a roadblock, right? What do I go back to? How do I go back? Where do I shift? What needs to come? So we tried to create, not only outline that journey, but also to create something that people could use in the moment, mm-hmm. access in a variety of different ways because the challenges they face vary as as greatly as the number of organizations and people and leaders there are in this world. That's absolutely true. So what was interesting to me is that you wrote the book or co-wrote the book during the pandemic, I guess. And that had to be a very interesting thing to be in it. And then to be uh, saying, okay, we're writing this book about strategy. Everything's been turned upside down by this thing. Did you take any insights from that crisis that went into the book? We did. And in fact, it wasn't just the pandemic, right? It wasn't the only crisis. Well, no, but that's the one that's notable. It is notable, but there are so many other pieces that we have. We kept going, wait a minute, you know, hold on. We got to insert that. We can't talk about this without then saying this is what that looks like right right now. And, Mm -hmm. and yet trying to make it less about a point in time and more about how you kind of, this is a time when you might think about it. Hey, we're in the middle Mm -hmm. of a pandemic. So these are some things that we're telling people to go back to. Right. Mm -hmm. You're testing it out as you go. Exactly. Exactly. So that part was great. It also affirmed a lot of what we had put in there because it, we were seeing our clients use this mm-hmm. and the steps that we had laid out and the tools and we're able to kind of test it real time as things evolved and seeing that, yeah, it is the same journey, the same right. big steps, but yeah, it really is about how you put them together at any given moment, depending on your situation. Right. It's an experiment in action. Now yeah. we've talked uh, before this uh, recording session here about the concept of scenario thinking. It's something that you're very much a advocate of, and you say it helps with agility and and keeping up with all the changes and making sure that things happen. Can you explain what scenario thinking is, especially in contrast to other things that people talk about, like contingency planning or risk management or uh, you know strategy process, which there are dozens of them. Yes, 
There are dozens of them. Yeah. So scenario thinking is fundamentally the art of looking forward, looking into the future right. in a structured way. So we don't have a crystal ball. Wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> and I mean, and wouldn't we all be rich? Yeah. <laughs> but, True. you know, absent the crystal ball, what are you seeing and what might the future look like? And it does so much. It's strategic agility, yes, but it's also a way of kind of building critical thinking skills. Yes. It's a way of characterizing the miscellaneous and many things going on around you that are in flux and putting them into a, a way of thinking or a possibility, like describing what and how that could be. And you can end up with things as simple as, you know, kind of the all hell break loose scenario right. or the everything's rosy scenario. Mm -hmm. And those are relatively easy to be thinking about, but they're also not helpful mm -hmm. because it's the stuff in between. It's all the things that can happen in between those two big scenarios, which are good to have, by the way, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah. those big ones that are much more interesting and much more challenging. The other big thing about it, just quickly, is that it brings things together so you see how they work together. A right. contingency plan or even a sensitivity yep. deals solely with a single point in time and solely with a single thing. And yep. it's, they are both about objective data. Mm -hmm. Scenario thinking allows you to bring in subjective data. So opinions, mm -hmm. gut feel, intuition, things that you're seeing. It gives you the opportunity to bring them together without it being pie in the sky. I know I have zillions of metaphors in here, but you know all those cliches exist right. for a reason. And so yep. how do right. you take those and make them valuable? Mm -hmm. So it's really helping people to live into it instead of saying, oh, we're going to put together this structured plan and then you get surprised when you launch it and say, I didn't think it was going to be like this. Now you're saying, I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And it is a different way of being. I, I want to stress that. I think it, it impacts a lot of what happens along the way. And along those lines, can you tell us a, a brief story of how you helped a CEO apply scenario thinking? So one that's really relevant right this second. So we're looking at, because budgeting and planning Budgeting typically happens annually. It's a very concrete task. Yeah. And it's one that many people dread. But it's also one that, when done well, can connect very directly to your strategy because it's telling you in what you're going to be investing, not just can I spend 10% more or 10% less than I did last year. So if it's a strategic agenda or a strategic item for you, then it's fantastic. So working with a CEO and a COO, we were looking at the budget and thinking through what it was doing and looking at all the different ways in which they could come at it based on what they were trying to achieve, their destination, the vision. Mm -hmm. right? And they're playing with it plus 10%, minus 10%, rather than thinking through, huh, what is this about? So we started mm -hmm. thinking instead, and you can do sensitivities on that. Oh yeah, inflation's going to kill us. Oh no, interest yep. rates will. Okay, so mm -hmm. you could play with those. Right. Meaningful, not totally helpful because it's only one thing. And started to think about, wait a minute, we have more than one major risk factor based right. on where the world develops right now. We have more than one thing that could rock our world 
and we need to be able to adjust for. So we use the scenarios, we, we characterize some scenario and some scenario thinking to yep. then say, what if? So if interest rates are very high, inflation continues, so our people are getting creamed, our consumers are getting creamed, and our business cost of doing business is much higher, what else? Mm -hmm. You know, what else is impacted? How does that play out? What investments can we delay? What investments should we be looking at? The other complicating factor and where I think scenario thinking can be particularly helpful, they had a long lead time kind of business. You know, they're building stuff. Okay. Yeah. So taking decisions about what you're investing in five years from now, really your Very future difficult. really matters, yeah. right? Yeah. And yet you, you know, the thing's going to show up in five years, mm -hmm. but you got to start now. So how do you allow that? How do you make sure that happens? So we used it very specifically to think through the budgeting process. And also we ended up coming up with more than one budget rather than having a single budget because it wasn't helpful. So scenario thinking is also saying plan A, plan B, plan C? Possibly. But the thinking part of it, it's a, it's a gerund, right? Which means right. it's got an ING that's at true. the yeah. end of it. Right. It's, it's active it's, and yep. it's ongoing. Uh -huh. That's the key is to be able to say, how, how are the decisions and actions that you are taking right now, which is what your strategy is, mm -hmm. instead of decisions right, and actions, of course. Right? right? How are they impacted? When you, how might they be different? Right. When you look at a future that looks like this versus a future that mm -hmm. looks like yeah. this. And so we used it in a very concrete way. Yep. And had a combination of a really structured thinker and a really big picture thinker. Good. In that conversation. Yeah. Okay. And by definition, it's something that is requires constant communication, constant interaction, because Part A and Part B can't be working independently. They have to be interlinked. Yes. And it's, I talk about that a lot in terms of managing those interdependencies, which yes. so often we forget. We okay. forget to do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So we're going to take a quick break right here. There's more to this story for sure. And when we come back, we'll dig deeper with Tara Rathor, author of the book, Charting the Course on the Framework for Successful Scenario Thinking. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, that's us, and we're on the web at businessadvance.com. As always, we focus on enabling visionary CEOs and C-suite leaders to accelerate the momentum it takes to achieve game-changing innovation, transformation, and growth. We are so excited to be well into our ninth year of Growth Igniters Radio. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> Something else. We've been receiving more top podcast awards, including the 2023 PopCon Award for Best Business, Marketing, and Tech Podcast. Listeners tell us they enjoy our conversations with visionary CEOs and thought leaders like Tara Rathor, who are changing the face of business. They also really enjoy our Pam and Scott Quick Take episodes. Now, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast too, spread the good word. Become a recommender. Just open Growth Igniters Radio on whatever podcast app you use and write a review. And please, feel free to share links to your favorite episodes, maybe this one, in your social media. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, 
and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are speaking with Tara Rathor, author of the book, Charting the Course, on how scenario thinking can help CEOs align strategy and execution so that strategy becomes reality. Tara, tell us how people can find out more about you, your book, your advisory services. Sure. Definitely go to my website. It's www.strategyforreal.com. And that's the number four, not the word four. Um, That's the easiest way to find me or find me on LinkedIn. It's Tara Rathor. Okay. You can find more information and links for this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 283, and scrolling down to resources. So in the first segment, we were talking a bit about what scenario thinking is, why it's so important, how it actually applied to Tara and her co-author as they were writing this book. And so this is living it for real. Also a story of how she helped a uh, CEO, a C-suite team to deal with a very challenging situation that they were going through. Now, how would you describe, you know, we talked about a lot of successful factors, but what would you say was really behind the success in that story? I think it was in part putting together some some really different thinkers. Mm-hmm. And including not, it wasn't about just getting your dreamers in a room. Sometimes people think that if you're going to do scenario thinking, then you want your big thinkers, your dreamers, your futurists. That's not always true because what you also need is to bring together the guys that are, you know, the folks that are on the ground that are really trying to collect it. Because if you're going to make a scenario or describe a future that you can then use in a practical way, you need to bridge those gaps and to be using it to align that visionary strategic thinking that Mm -hmm. way out there Mm -hmm. stuff with a dose of the reality of like, what does that look like on the ground? How do you align it? I mean, we talk about that in the book a lot, right? Strategy and operations, Mm -hmm. strategic thinking, what works on the ground, you got to get them together. So it's the same in this kind of concept. So that was a big piece of the puzzle for it. So that's a a real art form. Uh, We've worked with a number of visionaries that have brilliant minds. They're they're really out there and they've done some fabulous things, but sometimes the breadcrumbs are missing. You know, I got it. You know, I have all this implicit knowledge and and experience in my head. Mm -hmm. It's perfectly clear. And they try to explain it and people go, huh? (laughs) Uh, How how do I make that happen? And they're happening in alternate scenarios even. So this is an art, you know, bringing that the vision to life and then linking that to a strategy that is actually flexible enough to make it happen when it gets beaten up as it always does. And I, I absolutely agree with you that having conversations with a wide variety of people, different perspectives, it activates different parts of our brains. It helps decision-making where if I'm sitting with my five buddies in the C-suite not necessarily going to come up with, oh, well, what if this? Or what would that really look like, right? That is very well said and truly another underlying and very critical success factor in this because what you're really saying is that scenario thinking can be a tool for sense-making, yeah. right? for making yeah. sense right. of things that are going on around you that could be disparate and yet they're all happening. 
And yet you're you're deriving meaning from this yes. in a way that others can understand. So you are leaving those breadcrumbs that you right. referred to, Scott, and get making it comprehensible. And then if you then use it, like actively remember, oh, guys, remember those scenarios? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're there. What did we do with them? And then use them when you're trying to take some different decisions. And then, you know, again, it, it, there's other things. You can't just have scenario thinking. And yes, it's an art, but you want to use it in a way that connects to some of the other things that you're doing. So when mm -hmm. you monitor mm -hmm. your strategy, when you monitor your results, testing it saying, wait a minute, are we at an inflection point or is this something we saw how it would play out and therefore had a set of decisions and actions that we might take should this particular scenario become more relevant or more real mm -hmm. in the moment? Mm -hmm. Well, I agree with you. I think the reason that we're emphasizing more the art here is because there are a lot of people out there who talk about the techniques, you know, this technique and that technique. This process and right. process is important for sure. Yeah. But. <laughs> but the artistry uh, is yes. the thing that sets it apart. And I know that when we were speaking uh, before this episode, we were talking a lot about the art and of course, you've mentioned that there are more concrete people who are involved. And it's not just the employees, of course. It's not just the C-suite. It's employees, it's boards, it's partners, and other stakeholders. So talk to us a little bit about how scenario thinking can apply in these kinds of situations. The artistry of it. The artistry of it. So I, I love that you asked that question also, because what it allows you to do, one of the other things you can do is to borrow others' scenarios. Mm -hmm. There are lots of folks out there who are thinking about these things and have framed a focal question, a focusing issue mm -hmm. in a way that can spark thinking for yourselves. Uh -huh. And so then you can start saying, okay, we can even think about our own work in the context of someone else's story about what the future could be and use that to make decisions. So you don't even have to have the person in the room. Michelle has, go to their website. They're, the, they're absolutely outstanding at this. And they will tell you, they'll share a whole bunch of their scenarios of the future. And guess what? Shell's, Royal Dutch Shell, huge energy company. Mm -hmm. huge, been around forever, well-known all over the place. They don't talk just about energy. They talk about a variety of futures. Mm -hmm. And for Shell, it's about how do we fuel the future? Mm -hmm. And that leaves open a great deal of conversation, opportunities, and options. And they describe it. They have some fabulous ones. But it's also about then asking those stakeholders, engage your board, engage an advisory team. Right. If you are, you guys work with so many of the innovators on teams yep. and in companies, those guys are naturally predisposed to this type of thinking. Engage them to share their thinking and the challenge for them, literally challenge them to do so in a way that the people in the room can feed it back to them. Yeah. They can mm -hmm. provide their yeah. insights and have the people in the room create a new story. This is all good. 
Well, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, Scott and I will speak more with Tara Rathor, author of the book, Charting the Course, about three immediately useful ideas to start applying scenario thinking to translate vision and strategy into reality. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, where we focus on enabling visionary leaders to dramatically increase momentum for game-changing results. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. Have you ever wondered, if so many CEOs think it's important to lead for business transformation and long-term growth in the rapidly changing world, why can it be so challenging sometimes to break the orbit of the status quo? As an author and advisor to visionary CEOs who often face mysterious pushback to their big ideas, that was the question that sent me on a long search for answers. So what's the secret of the great leaders? The successful visionary leaders I call growth igniters? The ones who are able to ignite game-changing business growth over and over again? What's their secret? They're able to anticipate and embrace the hidden leadership dynamics that can naturally emerge in uncharted territory. How do they do this? That's what I share in my keynote, Break Orbit, Achieving Long-Term Growth in a Short-Term World. You can go to pamharperspeaks.com today to find out more about Pam's keynote and her ability to speak at your next leadership conference or executive retreat. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking with Tara Rathor, author of the book, Charting the Course, on immediately useful ideas for visionary CEOs to apply scenario thinking to chart the course and bring strategy into reality. Tara, remind us how people can find out more about you, your book, your advisory services. Definitely go to my website. It's www.strategyforreal.com. It's the number four. You can also look up more of the book on toolsforceos.com, number four again. And by all means, reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's at Tara Thor. It's Tara Brathor. Okay. You can find more information and links for this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 283, and scrolling down to resources. So, we are at the part of our podcast episode where we talk about three immediately useful ideas, and this will be for visionary CEOs to apply scenario thinking to chart their course. So let's make it real. Yeah, let's do that. So what's the first immediately useful idea? Take the time to create the story. Uh-huh. Okay, let's talk about that. What you're trying to do is to help others make sense of a future that we really can't see, yeah. right? There is no crystal ball. The value of a crystal ball and reason why we all are drawn to that concept is that you look in and you see something. You see an image. You see some things moving around. Mm -hmm. You're seeing the story. And by creating the story and seeing that story, you are engaging in it. And you're starting to think about how that might apply. Okay, so you're using language that's vivid 
that is emotional and emotion impacts how we think and make decisions. And that is making it tangible. This could happen and this is what it would look like and this is what it would look like and that's what would happen then. And this is how it would affect people. And this is how it would affect us. Is, Is that... Yeah, you're bringing the pieces, the disparate pieces together. Right. You know, an image in a story and something that conjures a feeling or just a view. You can use images to do it. Right. Absolutely. Something that kind of tells a story and you can remember that. Yeah. You can remember the story. Sometimes, you know, give it a creative name. Mm-hmm. Another way of doing it. Okay. So let's talk about immediately useful idea number two. So use scenario thinking to build strategic agility. All right. Ever heard the question, why, or the lament, why can't my people be more strategic? Mm -hmm. Okay. Most of the time, nobody knows what that means. (laughs) Yeah. True. Including the person saying it. They just know they're not seeing something that they want to see, right? That's true. Scenario thinking creates a habit and a way of thinking that allows you to reach beyond what you know. Okay. Okay. And it allows you to kind of go a bit further and it encourages you to ask the what if questions. Right. In a way that then again helps you to make sense of it. So if you're the leader and you're asking the what if, your team is starting to work through what are the implications of that? What might happen over here? And you're stretching that strategic muscle, that strategic mindset in the way of making these scenarios, as well as testing it. What if our scenario, the all hell breaks loose scenario, so to speak, Mm -hmm. comes to fruition? What will we do? Yeah. How does that impact your team, Joe, Sam, Sally? So it stimulates the imagination, especially for more concrete people who are used to, this is what I do, and this is Mm -hmm. the outcome. And that can really bring well, if I did it this way, you know, we would be more robust if that happened. Does does that kind of capture what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. And it also can prompt the question, back to your point, Pam, around other stakeholders being involved, who Mm -hmm. else needs to be involved? Uh Right. If we're going to address that. We talk about that too. Right? Who else needs to be involved? And it gives you something that's more specific than just saying, it's just a better way or a more concrete way of saying, in these kinds of circumstances, when this stuff happens and having a description of what stuff looks yeah, like. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about a third immediately useful idea for really bringing this about, making it happen? Remember that the value is in the conversation. Ah, we love and to say that. And here's the corollary. There is not a single, like one conversation. No. So when I say the value is in the conversation, the value is in the conversation when you're setting up your scenarios. Yep. It's in the conversation when you're testing various budgets or strategies or whatever else against your scenarios. And it's in the conversation with your board around how well are we doing mm-hmm. and what's the world looking like. And if I, if I may put all three of those useful ideas together sure. for a second. Sure. Most importantly, you need to start with the external first. If you don't, all of this gets harder because you end up in my op- in, with myopathy, right? right? You end up very focused on your current reality. And the mm-hmm. whole point is to step out of 
what's real and current and right in front of you. So start externally first. So that that is a good place to start. And yet here we are at the end of our episode. So uh, can you leave us with some final thoughts on how scenario thinking can help CEOs chart the course and lead to keep their organizations agile and also bringing their strategy to reality? So a good GPS, since we're doing a journey metaphor here, a good GPS often suggests alternate routes. Yes. Some of them do it at the beginning, you know, before you even hit go, choose your route. And some of them mm-hmm. do it as you're going along, as things change. They all are focused on that final destination. Right. So as long as the destination is there and that's your vision, then they'll tell you different pathways to get there and adapt as they go. Right? Scenario thinking can help you in a similar way. It kind of does the same thing for your business because it allows you to see not only, you know, how else you might get there, but also to describe what you might see along the journey and how your destination is more or less relevant under different potential futures. Good thoughts to uh, leave us with. Tara, thank you so much for being our guest on Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you. It's so fun to talk to you guys. I love it. That's <laughs> great, too. Tara. And thanks to you guys out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To contact us and get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 283. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to think about and discuss with your C-suite and board. What new conversations do we need to start so we can better anticipate unexpected challenges and opportunities in the year ahead? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.